Ominous Ones. I'm Tara. I'm Josh. And I'm Alex. We are a true crime podcast that covers missing people, murders, and all things ominous. If you like what you hear, make sure to like and subscribe so you don't miss any episodes. This episode is about Victoria Nasarova, I think. I might be saying that wrong, but I'm going to say a lot of this wrong. In 2016, Olga I can't find anything on how to pronounce that. So I'm going to call her Olga. She was working as a beautician in Queens, New York. On August 28th, Victoria Nasarova contacted her and said she was leaving for Mexico for a vacation the next day and needed her eyelashes repaired before she left town, but it was Olga's day off. Victoria kept persisting, so Olga finally said, okay, we can do it at my house, come over, and gave her the address. When Victoria got to Olga's house in Forest Hills, she showed up with three pieces of cheesecake. I would assume as like, I'm sorry I'm asking you to do this, so I brought you a gift. Victoria told her that she just had to try a bite, so she did. Victoria ate two pieces and Olga ate one. About 20 minutes later, Olga started to feel nauseous and sick, so she laid in bed and she soon passed out. What kind of cheesecake was that? It's like a killer cheesecake. But all right. And it's weird that one got sick and passed out, but the other did not. Mm. And and the bitch bought three pieces and ate two of them. I was going to say, who brings (laughs) three pieces and eats two? But that's all right. So the next day has two accounts that I found. One is that one of Olga's neighbors said he saw a woman come to Olga's house. This woman showed up with some chicken noodle soup, went to Olga's bedroom, went back downstairs, cleaned the bowl from the soup, and left. My question is, why was the neighbor able to see all of this? Yeah, how do you know that was chicken noodle soup? It wasn't a glass house. She went downstairs and cleaned it, all of that, but... Anyway, he said that after not seeing Olga around, he decided to just go in her house. And when he went in there, he found her upstairs in her bedroom, passed out on the bed, wearing lingerie. He also found pills laying on the floor and all around her. He then noticed that the heater for the house was set on high, but he said it was summer and hot outside. He then called for an ambulance, but I'm like still wondering why he knew all of that. Maybe they were good neighbors, but it is kind of odd but i guess uh kind of can be a lifesaver to have like a nosy ass neighbor that's like hey i know what's going on over there like i keep an eye out like yeah, it's a little like weird to be watched but also i don't know al- almost a little safe though too to be like i know my house is okay because my nosy ass neighbor is always watching kind of thing i don't know but it's I- good but i'm like they're not glass houses i don't know how like, he's like it was chicken noodle soup and she cleaned the bowl like that's weird. And second, I'm like, I think I may, I might have, I might listen to too many podcasts, but I think that if I was the neighbor and I walked in and saw something like that, I would not look around or touch anything because I'm like, is it going to incriminate me? Yeah, I'm, I guess he could have gone in and been like, oh, it's hot in here. But he also was like, well, the heater was set on high and I don't well, know. No I don't know. Details. You, you walk in somewhere and like it's summer and you're like, oh, the, the heat's on high. Like. I think that would stick in your mind. You'd be like, what the fuck is happening? I probably would look for someone, too, to be like, are you okay? Well, no, I mean, I would look, but I think I would, like, tiptoe, not, not touching touch anything. And then the minute I saw, like, a body there, I'd be like, 911, and I'm standing outside on the porch. Because I'm like, then when the forensic people come and start testing for evidence, they're going to find me all over the place. And they're going to be like, you did it. No, you, you would be like, I-, I didn't do it. Here's my alibi. And they'd be like, oh, he was there. 
Who's at home watching all this happen? No, through the glass. Through the glass. Sorry, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> but, yeah. So the second account, which I think is probably the true one, is that Olga hadn't been around, so her sister Irina stopped by, found her passed out in bed with pills everywhere, and she's the one that called 911. Oh, yeah, that makes more sense. Yeah. Which, it was like, I don't remember the source, but it was like a pretty well-known one, which was weird, about the neighbor. And then on another account, it was just low-key, like, oh, well, her sister's the one that found her. So, Olga was taken to New York Presbyterian Hospital in Queens. She stayed admitted for three days before being let out on September 1st, 2016. Once she was home, she found that her employment authorization card was missing along with her passport. She remembered a conversation she had with Victoria before about being in the process of getting her authorization to work card, so Victoria knew about it. The pills were checked and were found to be phenazepam, which is a Russian sedative. Olga hmm. was from the Ukraine where her sister Irina still lived. So in, if the neighbor account was true, then Irina was still in the Ukraine and once she heard about what was going on with Olga, she went to see her. And once she was, like, at the hospital and all that, she called the cops. And Olga told them the story and said the last thing she remembered was Victoria walking around her bedroom. So either way, Olga and Irina ended up at the hospital and then went home and realized all that stuff was missing. Found to be her work card, her passport, purses, and other valuables that were taken from her bedroom. Detective Rogers went to interview Olga. She told him she invited Victoria to her house to do her lashes. Victoria showed up with some cheesecake, insisted Olga have some, and then she got really sick and passed out, and then she started to realize what was going on once she was back home from the hospital. That's crazy. It, I mean, it, it is crazy. How violated could you feel after that? Where, like, you know, you're like, ah, oh, you don't want to do some girl's eyelashes and you're like trying to be nice like oh come to my house and then you get fucking betrayed you know well that not only too and i always just think i'm like How why wouldn't why too? wouldn't you just ask someone like i think i would go over someone's house and be like oh my let god show you your me, identity well let me see your passport and all that and then you can see where they get it from and then you could just break in and take it like go through the point of trying to kill someone for it that's true. Breaking and entering and stealing is much better than attempted murder. Yeah. And I'm always like, look, in L.A., you can find someone that knows yeah, but someone that if you're trying to take over someone's papers. identity, you, it probably is hard if they're walking around. I don't know. You think there's two Taramakis? I think that if you were going to steal someone's identity, you'd have to, if they died, you'd probably have to wait till all of that, like, calmed down everything, where if she was still alive and then ends up in like a different part of the country using her passport you can probably get away with it well not only that and then it's like if, when the person dies they get reported they gets reported to social security so then eventually when they run the social the person's dead they'll say this is a deceased social where if the person's still alive and she's in new york and you're in california it's still going to be a valid social well, you're like oh i accidentally misplaced my passport or something she might not even report it missing uh, that is really true. A lot of people do that because I dropped my wallet one time. I uh, did not report it missing, and then the dude ended up using my ID to like pawn stolen stuff I and blah blah blah. Yeah. yeah, the police came over. I think, uh, yeah, I think you you uh, answered the door when they were there. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, but yeah, I guess uh, report your stuff missing. The cheesecake container 
was still at Olga's house, so Detective Rogers told someone to bag it and send it to be tested. He couldn't figure out why someone would pick Olga to attack, but he had to lead with Victoria, who he wasn't able to find. Olga eventually went back to work and was telling people what had happened to her. During one appointment, her client told her that she knew someone that had also had that happen to him. They told her a few months before Olga's incident, a man named Ruben was using a Russian dating site when he found a woman he liked named Victoria Nasarova. The two had met for dinner and Victoria had made fish. She gave Ruben a piece and the last thing he remembers is taking a bite of it. Two days later, Victoria told, took Ruben to his dry cleaning business and just left. Ruben's employees told Ruben's sister she needed to call him an ambulance because of how out of it he was. Then they found she'd used his credit card for about $2,600, taken all of his cash, and after she'd dropped him off at the dry cleaners, she'd taken the money out of one of the cash registers. So the cops were already wanting to talk to her, and then after Olga's client told her about this, she was like, oh, so she just does this to people then. Crazy. I'm like, the things that people do, but I'm like, to steal identities, I feel like now it's so much easier. See, she's good. Yeah. yeah. So, if we go back a while, Victoria was born in Russia, but at 47 years old, she was living in Brooklyn. But before, when she was living in Russia in 2014, she had a neighbor named Ala Alcinko. I'm saying that wrong for sure. One day, Ala disappeared, and her daughter, Nadia Ford, quickly thought that Victoria could have been involved. Ala was found buried and burned around two miles from where they lived in. Krasnodar? Krasnodar? Daily Mail found videos of Victoria driving her car with Alice's body laying in the front seat. A red notice was sent to Interpol for Victoria to be arrested, but no one could find her, and that was when she ran to Brooklyn. Nadia Ford lived in New York, where Victoria also moved to after the disappearance. So I don't know if Nadia lived there already, or if she followed Victoria or what, but they both ended up in New York. I always think it's so That's crazy weird. because I think, like, Mexicans, like, we just crossed the border illegally and all that stuff. But I, it always baffles me how people get from other countries that are so far away illegally here. That is a long ways. Like, how do you jump on a plane and convince people that you have the legitimate papers to get into the country? Especially with a red but, but, notice on you. Oh. Like Interpol doesn't play around. But I'm like because at I, some I bet point... she made it under the the line though the red the red notice. Do you know what I mean? She probably was like ah shit look what I did and before it was found she was already here like oh. yeah but so I like, immediately but, took but, off. book your ticket fill out your visa get here and then just don't go back. Like I feel like that's not that hard. But, but like, for people for that don't country, immediately do it. Oh I don't it's know how they that do they that. Make it. Yeah. I think they go through like the other way instead of like coming up through the south kind of like jumping the border that way they come through like canada probably she ended up in new york so i don't know Closer. I, I guess yeah, it's right I, I, I guess you think about it that way that yeah i guess people just get like a, a visitor's passport and then they just never they never like when the Let time the limits visa expire and but they just stay and they just disappear and yeah. guess use fake papers so after Victoria left, she was allegedly working as a dominatrix in New York, and she had been posting online that she was a masseuse with, quote, experience in upscale spas and beauty salons, unquote, and she was giving people massages at their homes. 
Which worried some people. If she's drugging people and robbing them, they're like, great, she's in people's houses. She does a killer <laughs> rub me down. Anyway. Pretty much. Three years later, Nadia hired Herman Weisberg, a private investigator, to find Victoria. It took him about a month, but he found her. He searched her Facebook where he found that she was living in a Russian neighborhood in Brooklyn. He also found that the place she lived was about six blocks away from where Nadia Ford lived, the one who had hired him, to find her for all that stuff with her mom. He said he pinpointed her location from the reflection in her sunglasses and a lot of her Facebook selfies. Wow. And that's that's kind of amazing that they live so close together. Six blocks? Yeah. And I'm like, man, that what, should not run what, into her. what a place to hide right in front of somebody's face. Yeah. I mean, it is New York. What is it, like 9 million people or something crazy? I still think 12, six blocks, you see everyone occasionally. Yeah, that is kind of like your neighborhood. We're like... But is Especially it really? Someone killed your mom. You're looking for him. But is it really though? Like, if you think about it, like, so you 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 know where you live. Like, do you do you know people, and do you see how frequently do you see someone that lives like on Side Hill? I couldn't pick my neighbors out of a lineup. Even or, or even like right behind the Seven Eleven. That's the first street after the Seven Eleven. Like, how often do you see those people? That's true. You probably go years, and you probably have only seen them maybe once or twice. And yeah, I would be able to like identify them. Yeah, I, I I see what you're saying there. Yeah, because I'm like right six blocks. People, are, people, I'm trying are, to think like yeah. ooh, on my block. Like, all right, I could identify a few of my neighbors, um, but six blocks. Like I'm thinking about it around the block from here. I could probably just identify like Dane, like people that I know from from the cul-de-sac. But besides that, I don't know any of those neighbors or any of them or even the people behind my house. Like, I, I, if something went down, I would not be able to be like, that I mean, was I, him. I guess I just kind of, like, imagine you would run into him because in New York, six blocks really isn't that far. And then everyone also uses public transportation to where even though you're like, eh, I don't really know where, like, where they live, like, here where we are all about our cars and blah, 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 is everyone's, like, you know, going to that center point for to jump on the subway. Like, oh. Yeah, no. but didn't they say one time that, like, Never at, mind, I take that back. At Central, I, like, in Central Park, there's the all those fountain? places to get on the subway at. Well, don't they say that, like, in Central Park, in the, in the fountain, if you sit there, you'll see, like, over a million people go by? That's crazy. So I'm like, in a big city that big, you probably don't see the same people twice. Well, I stand corrected. <laughs> so I can see both sides. Like, yeah. <laughs> but Herman let the cops know where Victoria lived, and on March 20th, 2017, she was arrested. Why aren't police doing these kind of investigations? Sorry. But I'm just like, really? He looked on her Facebook and was like, oh, there she is. Off her not to discredit him like that was a great job but what are the police doing when they're looking they're just not like that. uh can't not find her reflections and glasses all right yeah i mean my bad that was my rant sorry well no i'm like that pi was great yeah they had a search warrant to search your house where they found id cards that were olga's along with olga's valuables and purses Detective Rogers went through pictures the cops took at Victoria's place and saw not only Olga's stuff, but that the two looked very similar. They did look almost identical, which is why they think she wanted her identity. So they think not only was she after her work card, but her identity. It's so weird to think that, that there might be another doppelganger somewhere that looks identical to you. Who's crazy with poison cheesecake and wants to take you out? I mean, do I, like, I think about it, I have, like, one of the most common first and last names, and I think, like, how many there is out there, and I'm like, 
that probably looked like me. I remember one time they did a thing and it showed that like there was 8,000 people born the same day with my name and my last name and just in this country alone. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. We'll hope that none of them have poison. Yeah. No poison cheesecake? First I have to ask what their first and last name is? Yes. <laughs> Don't accept cheesecake from people. Don't do their lashes at your house. Fair yes, enough. That's rule number one. Next, the cheesecake container that was being tested came back with results. First off was that the crumbs were positive for phenazepam, which I mentioned before. It's a sedative mostly found in Russia, and when taken in a hot environment, it's said to be more powerful, which doesn't make any sense to me, but if it's true, they think that's why the heater was turned up at the house. The next results were that Victoria's DNA was all over the container, which, like, we saw that coming, but yeah. we'd have evidence. On February 2018, Victoria, who is in jail for the red notice, was now charged with attempted murder, which she pled not guilty for. After about five years, the trial finally started on January 30th, 2023. A couple of people testified, including Nadia Ford, on the third day. She wasn't able to say everything about her mom's case since that was going to be a Russia case, but she was allowed to share some details to the jury about her mom disappearing in relation to Victoria. Like the video of her driving with her body. Okay. Okay. Olga said, quote, God gave me life when Victoria Nasarova tried to end my life. For her, it was an easy thing to try and take the life of another person, unquote. During the trial, Ruben testified about his experience with Victoria, with her drugging him and stealing his money. The assistant district attorney said the poisoning of Olga was premeditated and she wasn't sorry for what she did. They said, quote, she never cared for her victim and she also never had any remorse for what she did, unquote. The district attorney, Melinda Katz, said, quote, a ruthless and calculating con artist is going to prison for a long time for trying to murder her way to personal profit and gain. Thankfully, the victim survived the attack on her life and we were able to deliver justice to her, unquote. Don't you always, like, that's a G. Like, I always think, like, when you're caught at some point and there's, like, so much mounting evidence that says it's you. Like at some point just be like, yeah, I fucking did it. And I would do it again. Like, like why be like, it wasn't me. It wasn't me. And they're like, but we have your social security, your blood prints, you know, you left clothes. Your mom can identify you like all of that stuff. And they're like, it still wasn't me. And then they get convicted and they're still crying in jail. Like, it was not me. Where I'm like... Because they want that appeal. They should just be like... But no, at some point I'd be like, it was me. I did it. Lesson number one of a life of crime is admit to nothing, deny everything. Yeah, but I think when... when, Grandma taught us. But I think at some point when they're like a double 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 life sentence and no possibility of no parole and they're like, you're you're not going to get out, just be like, yeah, I did it and she deserved it. I no, I think well, I know. Ted Bundy who admits well, to four hundred things. See, like that, just like that. Like I would just be like, yeah, I fucking killed her, but she deserved it. I mean, I don't know. I just and think people like, still want those appeals. I guess you're right. I guess, even but 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 you can forever, you like, can no, I got a chance. You can still appeal even though you said yeah, I did it. Just as long as you don't plead guilty. I mean, all you're trying to all, all your your lawyers are trying to do is find an error that will get you off. Oh. Uh, yeah, I guess. I don't know, but um, I, I just don't think anyone wants to take... Uh, responsibility for their actions? Not even so much responsibility where I'm like, I don't think she has like 
that kind of thing but no one wants to go to jail she wants to keep living that good life and like taking people's identities and probably like you know be like who wants to go to jail of course you're gonna deny it today but, I'm like, Man, but like, then that i'm like that is not a good time but then Zero i also out of think 10 recommend the other opposite of thing like like, like oj simpson or whatever like when you when you're finally acquitted and they're like it's double jeopardy you can't ever admit that they, shit. but why if you you got you got acquitted for it and they can't try you for that again wouldn't you have walked out looked at the first reporter and be like, yeah i killed her and i would do it again what are they gonna no, do we arrest just wrote them a book that I was, said <laughs> if i did yeah, it. yeah yeah that's what i'm saying though but like where are those people that like come out of court and they know they talk to their lawyer and be like okay so i can never be tried for this again and they're like yeah walk out see the first reporter and be like i killed her what are they gonna do they can't arrest me anymore when you get away with murder i don't think you you freaking tempt fate you just think you're lucky you got off and then you're right and then go do it again no but anyways victoria's lawyer asked for a lesson sentence since she has a young kid who needs a bone marrow transplant because of a debilitating disease her lawyer said quote she hasn't seen him in eight years she still hopes to reunite with him before this illness ends his life, unquote. He also brought up some mental health issues that she had and said they were never dealt with like they should have been. After a week and a half trial, it took the jury an hour and a half to find her guilty of attempted murder against Olga. She was facing 25 years and was sentenced to 21 years. Victoria told the judge, quote, fuck you, unquote. <laughs> Since she spent so much time waiting for the trial, that with time served, she could be out in 15 years, but as soon as we're done with her, they're sending her to Russia for Allah's murder. In September of this year, New York Post did a story about the cheesecake killer who is now selling her art from behind bars. She told them, quote, My so-called signature work is letters of people's names with butterflies and other things in 3D, unquote. She also said, quote, I don't want to sound like I'm better than others, although in some ways I am. Unquote. In the rest of the interview, she talked about always being, quote, on edge in prison. She is now appealing her sentence and is still saying she's innocent for everything. She's been in at least one fight with another inmate since she got to prison, and now she wants to sue the jail because she claims that on the way to Bedford Hills, the new prison she was moved to, a corrections officer punched her in the face. She's also convinced the Russian government is trying to frame her for everything she has been accused of. So she's like, I'm innocent. Russia's after me. Uh, I think I don't know Russia very well, but I, I don't think that they need to try to frame something. I think they have just, a lot going on. I was like, they would just get rid of her. No, they seem busy. Yeah. So. Well, and I think that they, they have people that will just be like, we don't need to do all that hard work. Let them just extradite her. And before she gets off the plane, she'll be finito. True. Like, Some I, sketchy stuff. I happens. feel like, yeah. Like, I feel like they're very, like... We do it in hiding and people find out and we just blame the UPS driver. In Russia, they're like, yeah, we killed her. That's true. I think that she's got like some... Yeah, I want to be like... She sounds like a little narcissistic about like how she's like, I don't want to say I'm better than other people, but I'm better but than I other am. people. And then, you know, the not taking responsibility and paranoia yeah, what a and all of that. But, you know, I'm like, eh. I don't know. I'm not a psychiatrist, but or a psychologist or whatever. Well, that was the story. Uh, that was interesting. The cheesecake killer. But what a name. But she. The only thing that's funny is that that she. They call her the cheesecake killer, but she didn't kill her. She killed the other one in Russia. Yeah, but cheesecake killer sounds better than cheesecake attempted, attempted murderer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Attempted killer. 
It's all about the, uh, And then I'm like oh, what, a, what a cheesy nickname And then I also think Like how bold To be driving around With someone Sitting in the front seat Of your car and A bitch had it coming I mean she did Yeah I really hope Nadia gets justice On that one Cause Jesus I mean And then she burned her shit Alive Oh not alive But then she just Burned her body I burned her And buried her Well at least I guess with that one She completed the job But she got kind of sloppy With the second one Thankfully Well I'm like I want to know How many of her Masseuse clients She was drugging And robbing And because of what They were doing They just never Like reported it Oh that's a good point Yeah Excellent People get embarrassed About that Especially if she was like One of those masseuses Which she seems to be So I'm like There's probably A lot of victims out there And why wouldn't she Just put so much Of that sedative In her In her in the cheesecake that would have just killed her and then that way she would have just took the cheesecake bin with her and then they would have had no traces of her look I'm not saying Russians are invincible but with a name like Olga there probably wasn't enough to kill her in there <laughs> yeah even if it was a lethal dose she's like mm, my name's Olga I'm that, fine I mean, oh true. no and she's Ukraine never mind but yeah, same thing but those Ukrainians like those Russians but, I'm know. like well, it sounds like Victoria was kind of sloppy. But anyways, thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you guys next time.